Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Good morning and welcome to Straight Talk here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I was reminding my guests we have a lively discussion, just so, just so you know, folks. Hey, this is Jean Till, and so grateful that you are a part of Iowa Catholic Radio and that you are joining us today. Uh, my guest is John Wynn, and he is the second of a three-part series that we are um, having on a Straight Talk about Catholic schools in the Diocese of Des Moines, and we'll be talking about teachers and their role in our Catholic schools, uh, a very important topic. But before we get to that, some uh, events always to keep on your calendar. Reminder of every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m., Bishop Johnson holds a holy hour at St. Ambrose Cathedral. Uh, He's been doing it since last uh, year ago, February. I think he's maybe missed a half a dozen or so because of, of other commitments. So his he is there for us. He was there last night to pray with us. So I encourage you to join us Monday evenings. Just put it on your calendar. Sometimes you can make it, sometimes you can't, but we would love to have you be a part of that. Uh, during Lent, the cathedral is also offering a Saturday morning mass at 815. That is just during the season of Lent. Maybe they'll continue it afterwards. I don't know. Uh, but there's always a nice crowd that comes on a Saturday morning. And uh, so you're invited to join us as well, 8.15 at St. Ambrose Cathedral on Saturday. I also put on your calendar the regular third Wednesday of the month healing service, also at St. Ambrose Cathedral. It's at 7 p.m. The next one is April 20th. Again, it's just on my calendar. Sometimes I can make it, sometimes I can't, but we um, we always look forward. That St. Ambrose has a lot of folks that are coming for healing, which is a real blessing for us. Um, for our friends in Creston, the display of Eucharistic miracle banners are at Holy Spirit uh, Parish in Creston. That's until April 19th. So what a blessing for all of you folks uh, to be able to grow an understanding of the Eucharistic miracles. It really is a blessing. And then this Friday, the Man Up West Power Lunch, uh, always at uh, St. Francis of Assisi, noon to one. And uh, it, that's April 8th, so it's this Friday. Father P.J. McManus is the speaker, and he's going to be talking about the Triduum. And uh, Father McManus, Father P.J., serves on the CTO Board of Directors, and so we are proud to be the sponsor of the Man Up West Power Lunch uh, this month. So um, join us. Be sure to register. Uh, it's a Lenten luncheon, but you're always welcome to bring your own. And then looking forward to summer, Scotty McCrary is going to be here for the Iowa Catholic Foundation. Uh, wonderful. What a wonderful musical artist. Looking forward to that July 24th. Uh, you can find out information online at iowacatholicradio.com. And today we have a special uh, birthday in our family of Iowa Catholic Radio. My producer, Jimmy Olson, has his, I think it's his 29th birthday. Is that the right birthday, Jimmy? Yeah, he's um, he's uh, nodding his head. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> five. Um, it, it is fun. It is fun to celebrate each of our birthdays and uh, love that you are, are celebrating if that's your birthday today. Um, but wish Jimmy a happy birthday. It's always... Um, He is such a joy to work with. On today's show, I've got John Wynn. 
joining us. And John is the Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And I know his job has changed since he's been at the diocese. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, man, has it. (laughs) Um, But as Faith Journey, that started really as the opportunity to connect all of our teachers, whether they are Catholic or not, with the Catholic faith. Um, Only our Catholic teachers teach religion, of course. But all of our teachers are in that faith community. And so, you know, they need to have an understanding of what what our children are being taught, and to really model that kind of Christian behavior that we all emulate. So I thank you so much, uh, John, for joining me today and to have this conversation about our our Catholic schools and uh, the teachings in our Catholic schools. So welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Jean. Great to so, be here. So I want to start with the big picture. You know, one of the things I said to you is, you know, how Catholic do our teachers need to be? And you're just <laughs> like, can we take a step back from that first? <laughs> That's right. So, you know, it's it's like, what is the, the purpose of education in the Catholic view? I mean, I know what right. I think it is. Right. What do you think it is? Right. I So, right. To talk about what the role of the teacher is and how, quote unquote, Catholic a, a, a teacher needs to be. I think we have to to understand the role and purpose of education and the role and the purpose of that school, the mission of that school. Um, for the Catholic Church, education has kind of a tripartite or three threefold purpose. Mm-hmm. The first is, of course, the immediate purpose. The immediate purpose is um, to excel at a certain discipline. So, I, if I'm a teaching, uh, if I'm teaching math. My immediate purpose, my immediate goal for my students is that that student gets uh, becomes better at math, whatever self-discipline of math that is. If it's addition, multiplication, right. calculus, trigonometry, right. yeah. Precisely. But that's also that also has to fit within a context, a larger context, right? And so what's the larger context? Well, there's another purpose called the proximate or, or extended purpose. And that that purpose is so that the student can add to the common good. So what mm-hmm. we're trying to do is we're trying to form a holistic person, mm-hmm. uh, not just intellectually, but spiritually, so that this person, the student, when he or she leaves the the school, what he or she will bring to the, the world at large matters. So mm-hmm. it adds to the common good. So but, if a student is um, a tax accountant at some point in time and runs for public office and they're changing tax laws, they better understand addition, multiplication, <laughs> and how to apply that in a sense that is broader than just being good at math. Oh, absolutely. Is that the, is that the summary of that? Yeah, yeah. The reality is, right, the, you know, the arts, learning math or um, – and the arts, learning how to reason well. That's what we're trying to teach our students. It's a holistic, that's what uh, that's what you call um, education, right? Is a holistic formation of the person, an intellectual formation, but also um, in forming the student intellectually. You're hoping one day that the student leaves, finds his or her vocation, and applies that mm-hmm. to humanity. But then there's the last purpose, um, it's called the ultimate purpose or the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal of education is leading our students to heaven, forming saints. Oh, now that's radical. Oh, yes, <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> it wouldn't have been years back, but... <laughs> no, no. I mean, and really, what if if people, if we were to say, you know, my ultimate goal is to be a saint, 
people might, the eyebrow might go up and go, who do you think you are? Right. And mm-hmm. really, isn't, th- isn't that what we want for our children? Isn't that what we want for ourselves? Isn't that what we want for our our the generations past and the generations forward to have an ultimate life with God in heaven? Right. We shouldn't be raising an eyebrow like, you're weird. No, no, <laughs> it, it shouldn't be. And I think that, you know, in our Catholic schools especially, that should be the thing mm-hmm. that we tell our students all the time. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah, you're here to learn math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're here to, to, to learn art. Yeah, you're here to learn music. But all of these things, mm-hmm. what we're trying to teach you is that so that you can become a better person, mm-hmm. the, the person that God calls you to be, mm-hmm. and then ultimately that you will join Jesus in heaven. <laughs> I mean, you know, it sounds silly to say, but that's what we need to be reminding our students. Mm-hmm. It's even and especially the high school students where, you know, science has this kind of um, this power in them when they, they, they start seeing religion um, and faith as kind of this mere uh, fantasy. We have to keep reminding them, look, this is why we're here. Well, as- if it becomes a part of our vernacular, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't become strange. No. And when you, become in, when you get into high school and you start thinking more broadly more and deeper and questioning everything, which that's a part of maturing. Well, that's part of seeking truth. It's Absolutely. seeking truth, but it's rooted in where you are. Yeah. And rooted in Christ. That, that's right. And, and, and who is true? But mm-hmm. Jesus, who mm-hmm. says, I am the, the way, the, and truth, the truth, and the and life. life. I love that. If, you, if you're seeking truth, you're seeking Jesus. That's what you're doing. Hey, we're speaking with John Wynn. He's the director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines. And he is on the second part of our three-part series on our Catholic schools, talking specifically about the role of teachers in teaching the faith. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This Easter holiday, see the movie based on the inspiring true story. Figured it out. I'm going to be a priest. For Halloween. Of Father Stu. No one wants to hear the gospel from the mouth of a gangster. Academy Award nominee Mark Wahlberg. Maybe that's exactly what they need. And Academy Award winner Mel Gibson. Men don't lose when he gets knocked down, but when he won't get up. God ain't giving up on you. Don't you dare go giving up on yourself. When the man comes around. Father Stu. Exclusively in movie theaters April 13th. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. It can be easy to look at how someone is dressing or acting and judge them. But have you ever thought about how much grace is available in these situations? The next time someone makes a questionable decision, instead of judging and condemning, uphold their dignity for them. 
We do greater good by lifting them up in prayer and respecting their personhood than if we mentally tear them apart in our thoughts. We can uphold the dignity of others even when they are unable to recognize their own value. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Till, and my guest today is John Wynn. John is the Director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines, and he works specifically with our teachers on Faith Journey to help them uh, understand whether they're Catholic or not, the teachings of the church, and how that fits into their school. So, John, I'm grateful that you said yes to being a part of this series on Catholic education. And, and you know, I think it's probably silly for me to say, well, what is... What is a Catholic school? What is our mission? Because I'm like, right. again, I kind of know the answer to that. But right. but we have to frame that when we talk about, you know, what are our teachers supposed to be teaching and, and right. what are they doing? So so lay that. Lay that out for us. Yeah, I, I, I think um, this is a bit of information that many people might not know, but there is a congregation for Catholic education um, mm. in the Vatican. In fact, there was a, a recent... Um, you know, piece mm-hmm. that they released that you forwarded to me, but have you seen it yet? Because I, 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 I read I the whole like thing. I was, yeah, yeah. I, I was cutting edge getting that to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because a lot of the things that they say in there, probably a, a good seventy-five to eighty percent, has already has already been released in their earlier documents. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the seventies to the eighties and nineties. Anyway, um, but but to Catholic schools, what what are they supposed to be about? And I think you know, if you if you read these documents, you can really narrow down to um, five things that a Catholic school ought to be about. The first is that it has to be inspired by a supernatural vision. Basically, mm. there's a God. He formed us. And I'm he not wants, it. Yeah, yeah. That, and we're not God, right? Yeah. There's a God. He formed us. He wants us to seek him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already expressed that, right? Um, it has to be founded on a Christian biblical uh, anthropology. What that means is, what's what's the purpose of the human person, Right. We are created male and female in God's image. Uh, we are loved by God. Uh, we are redeemed by God. And uh, we, we have dignity that is inherent that cannot be taken away um, no matter where in life we stand, right? Um, maybe I'm an unborn child or a person um, in a vegetative, vegetative state. There's still inherent dignity there mm-hmm. that needs to be respected. Um, the third thing is it's animated by communion. We have to understand that we, the Trinity is communion. We're, mm-hmm. we're made in the image and likeness of God, and therefore we are uh, in community. We're in mm-hmm. communion with one another. And so the school, in order for it to operate um, correctly, it needs to see that everyone there is in community. And not only the, the immediate people in that area are in community, but that the school itself is in communion with the, uh, the, the bishop. The mm-hmm. Episcopal uh, role of the bishop, um, and all the schools are in communion with each other. Uh, the fourth uh, category, and I know that I'm going through these quickly, and we can revisit them. That's if okay because I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fourth one is that it's imbued. Uh, the school needs to be imbued with a Catholic worldview, um, sacred tradition, uh, or sacred scripture and tradition has to be imbued throughout the entire curriculum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, it is sustained. It's held up by gospel witness, meaning every single person in that school is a walking lesson to, for one another um, in, terms of, in terms of being witness of Christ 
to the other person. I think we call that evangelization. That's a, that's absolutely it. That's ding, the way ding, I was ding. getting at. That's <laughs> we we are evangelizers in that school. But there are listeners that might say, "Well, that sounds great, John, but what if I don't think my Catholic school is doing that?" Um I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I can't I can't speak to whether or not a certain Catholic school is doing that or this person's mm-hmm. Catholic school is doing that. Um what I do know is this is what um, you know, if we're talking about what a purpose of a Catholic school is, what it, how it ought mm-hmm. to be uh, doing, that's what it needs to look like. Okay, so not getting into those weeds, let's let's talk about then our our teachers. What are the what are the roles of the people, the teachers included, yep. um, in our Catholic school? So, you know, if they're not Catholic, mm-hmm. and yet we're all called to witness, and they are modeling behavior, parents mm-hmm. are modeling behavior. Janitors are modeling behavior. That's, that's right. You know, what do, how do we make sure that that modeling, that evangelization is happening, that is, it's really comfortable for all the teachers. I mean, I want good math teachers, and if the, the one that we hire doesn't have to be Catholic, I still want them to be a good role model for our kids. Yeah. I, so, good question. I, I think two things here. The first is this. The first is that everyone in that school is supposed to be witnessing Mm-hmm. To uh, uh, to the gospel of Christ, but the second thing to be mindful of is that teachers have the most exposure to students, mm-hmm. right? So they have the the most influence on on our students. Um, what what ends up, I think, on, on people's minds when they think of of teaching and religion is that they think that you know, especially when I was teaching at Dowling, that. Faith happens in the religion classes rather than in all the other classes. Mm-hmm. So, and, so you only grow in faith in period three, right? Right. So there's when it's the religion. Yeah, <laughs> there's okay. the inherent danger in that, right? Because mm-hmm. if a student fails, let's say they fail an, an advanced apologetics test, are they bad at their faith? No, not necessarily. Absolutely, they're bad not. at testing. They're <laughs> <laughs> just bad at testing. But but that's not true. Um, the, the the other thing for me is that there's no there's no time where where you stop witnessing, right? There's no mm-hmm. time where faith formation starts and classroom starts. It's the whole day. Mm-hmm. So what we do matter. So our teachers, um, again, the document smells out very, very clearly. They don't need to be Catholic. They have to understand that this is a Catholic institution. Mm-hmm. Its mission is to evangelize. Um, they need to be aware of that. They ha- they need to abide by that um, to, to be... And they agree to be walking mm-hmm. lessons. And if they don't, they should make that choice before the school makes the choice that this isn't the place for them. No, precisely. I, I, th- I think yeah. that's, that's right. I think, um, I mean, you if know, I was the best math teacher ever and was hired by, by a Buddhist community to teach in their school, and I needed to model that behavior, and I just couldn't do it, why wait to be terminated, right, right. It's, you should say that's not a good fit. Precisely. There has to be genuine discernment on that person. You know, if, if, I, was, if I was hired to teach a bunch of, uh, of uh, chickens, kids, little chicks, and, and I, I was supposed to teach them that the wolf is bad, mm-hmm. but I don't think the wolf is bad. I happen to like wolves. Yeah, I happen to like wolves. Well, it would be hard for me to carry on throughout the day <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to, be, to, to express that conviction that mm-hmm. the wolves are bad, right? Um, and that does something to to the, the little kids. So I think there has to be genuine <laughs> dangerous, Very. Very dangerous. Very. Duh. I think so. 
Hey, that's a good place. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about the role of parents in all of this. We can't just send our kids to school and say we're done. Right. We all have to be a part of that witness scene. Right. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mary's Cleaning Care. Mary's Cleaning Care cleans everything from residential to commercial in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Mary'sCleaningCare.com. Thank you, Mary's Cleaning Care, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Are you born again? Is faith alone enough? Get answers to these and other crucial questions as Iowa Catholic Radio presents Catholic convert and apologist Steve Ray with his compelling talk, Born Again? Faith Alone? What Must I Do to Be Saved? Thursday, April 7th at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Steve takes you on a biblical journey all the way back to Abraham. Don't miss Steve Ray. Thursday, April 7th, 6 p.m. St. Francis of Assisi Parish. Visit iowacatholicradio.com to register. This Easter holiday, figured it out. I'm going to be a priest for Halloween. See the movie based on the incredible true story of the world's most unlikely priest. Hallelujah. Fathers Do, exclusively in movie theaters April 13th. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally since 2012 and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited release beers. Confluence Brewing Company, 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by InterVisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at intervisionshealthcare.org. Intervisionshealthcare.org. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Till, and my guest today is John Wynn. John is the director of Faith Journey for the Diocese of Des Moines, and he works with teachers and and provide. It's a faith journey for all of them. Mm-hmm. Clever name, John. Mm-hmm. Very clever. <laughs> you know, but it is that faith journey for all of them, whether they are the Catholic tradition or another tradition. And you know, you've talked about they have to witness. Yep. But we also have parents that have to witness. That's right. We have, you know, we hear all the time that, you know, parents want to have their kids receive First Communion and Confirmation, but they never bring them to Mass. Mm-hmm. When, you know, and the little ones, they can't drive. And now they're com- they're conflicted because they know it's a sin to not come to Sunday Mass, and yet their parents aren't bringing them. So, yeah, parents yeah. have to be first and foremost teachers of the faith. Yeah, and in fact, they're the only ones with the natural right to to educating uh, their children. Um, the the teacher's role is deputized rather mm-hmm. than uh, a natural right. Mm. And so the, the school acts as a complementary um, uh, role to the role of the parents. In the house is where the children first learn the truth Colors of and numbers right. and all the other things. Everything. We, it's so important we teach them. Everything, exactly. As well as the sign of the cross and the prayers and the... Yep. Yeah. The, yeah, especially the faith, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you think, if we think that we can send our kids to Catholic schools and Good. say, you know what? 
we don't have to do anything at home mm-hmm. at all, and the schools who take care of that role, mm-hmm. we are very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we have to fix that way of thinking that the families where the the children first learn the faith. You know, and I have to say, John, learn from our mistakes. Now, I'm in a different generation than you, mm-hmm. and but I hear a lot of folks my age, not all of them, but a lot of folks my age that they went to Catholic school, their parents sent them to Catholic ch- school because good, yep. you know. And, I mean, we prayed the rosary on Friday nights, and we said our prayers at bedtime, and we prayed before meals. Mm-hmm. But there's there's more Period. to that than that. Period. Right? Yeah, there, there's, there's more to it than and that, right? And it's like, learn from our mistakes, because you, you see so many of my generation that have left the church or are lukewarm, and, you know, then they're kind of, you know, doing the cafeteria plan of Catholicism. Right. And right. they're like, well, I'll pick and choose these things, but I'm not going to harp, harp on this particular issue because I didn't follow that one. So I, I'm, I, I'd be, right. you know... That'd, yeah. be, that'd be a bad thing for me to do, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. So right. parents, and, learn from our mistakes. And and there are opportunities, you know, children are filled with wonder and mm-hmm. awe. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, Grayson's, Grayson, my four-year-old, his current <laughs> thing is, is anything bigger than God? So anything we see, is that bigger than God? Is that mm-hmm. bigger than God? And then we have to go through. But, you know, there are moments where the children even take on... Um, those those wonder and awe questions that that they pose to you, mm-hmm. and dive into the faith. Um, it may not be you know uh, advanced uh, theology, but it really but, is. But, but they just don't know it. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. But but that's where the kids are formed. And honestly, in teaching my kids the faith and in just living out my faith with them, I've been formed. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been, you know, blessed to to when when Madison goes when a while back when she was little, she goes, you know, I told the story. Are you going to go receive Jesus and you're going to be full after that? Mm-hmm. You know, what a moment that was for me. Yeah, and what a moment that was for me to talk to her right. after when when she received her first communion. Those are yeah, the sort of things because you could have said, "No, I won't be full," <laughs> right? Because right. it's, I mean, literally, it's not. Meal. It's not a meal. It's not steak and you know potatoes and right. dinner rolls and pie. Right. You know, you're not going to be stuffed. Oh, but but you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So what a great opportunity. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. This, this has been such a good conversation. Now coming up next week we have Denise Mulcahy. So we're going to talk about the curriculum that that we've led into today. So how do we share that evangelization? message with kids. Uh, It'll be a good part of a three-part series. Folks, this show will also be podcast, so share with your friends that they can listen in to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio, either on our website or on our uh, free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. That was I appreciate it. It was fun. Thanks to Jimmy Olson, the birthday boy, my producer today. And uh, today I'm asking um, all of us to pray to St. John Baptiste de La Salle, the patron saint of teachers, to guide them in these last weeks of school as they continue to share the good news of the gospel. St. Baptiste de La Salle, pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio is a listener-supported station. We perpetually rely on your prayers and support to continue our mission of connecting listeners with Christ. Please offer up a Hail Mary for us today, and if you'd Support us financially, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com. 
We're every Tuesday at 9.30 on the podcast, always at Iowa Catholic Radio free app. Stay tuned for the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary. This is Jean Till. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com.